Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Alex Spends Too Much Money on Pokemon Cards. <laughs> this is Pokemon 90s Refined. <laughs> Technically, Pokemon Cards started in the 90s for us, so. It's true. 1999. Oh, I don't know when they actually, is that when they were like released in North America? Yeah, 1999 is when the first set got released in North America, and 1996 is when the first set got released in Japan. Oh. No, I have too many. One of my boxes is full now, and I need to start a new box. Very interesting. Also, I'll send you a picture of what my shelf looks like right now, and you'll be like, what the hell? You can post it in the show notes if you want, but I, like, legit have a fucking Pokemon shelf now. It's ridiculous. Which looks cool. I'm not I'm not sad about it. It's just I realized that I should probably, you know, <laughs> probably should take a break for, like, a month or something. That's a lot of boxes of Pokemon things. Yeah. Do you even open them? Yeah, dude. We open all arrows. Do you touch them. them? I'll send you a picture of my box of rare cards. Well, my box of ultra rare cards or higher. And is this like how you're going to send your children to college? Like what? Uh, it could be. I don't know. Maybe they'll be worth a ton of money one day. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Pokemon cards from the 90s are crazy. So this, I'll send you a picture. That box that I sent you a picture of, every single one of those little card sleeves has a ultra rare card in it. Wow. Yeah, there's lots of them. And how, what determines if something is ultra rare? I will send you more pic pictures. You're clearly very proud of this. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about you. it. I, I'm having a lot of fun and, you know, it's just, it's a good time. So like a rare card, just like a regular rare card. I'll send you what a regular rare mm -hmm. card looks like. So like if I wanted to show you what a regular rare card looks like, I would probably send you, I had to, <laughs> this is ridiculous. All right. So. I don't know if you're gonna post these in the show notes or not. So if you are, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually like pick a Pokemon people will know because that no one will know who that one is. There we go. Look, it's Pikachu. Hooray! Everyone knows Pikachu. So this is what like a regular rare card looks like. It's all like holographic and stuff. Hmm. So that's like a normal rare holographic card. Okay. Now, if you if you get an ultra rare card, it looks something like. Let me find my... Oh, so this card is holographic. Yes, that's holographic. Okay. An ultra rare card so looks something like this. Okay. They're they're making Charizards again? I thought they were done. No. I thought he died or whatever. <laughs> I thought he died. Good lord. He didn't die, Brendan. Charizard's alive and well. Oh, okay. And then... Uh, I, I thought there was like a huge scarcity to Charizard. Well, it's, it's a rare card. I have that because... Stephanie pulled a fucking super rare Charizard card out of a pack that we were opening, and I still have yet to pull a card that's that. Well, I, I pulled a card that's that rare out of a pack, but not a Charizard. So how much is this worth right now? That Charizard card is worth like $10, $12 right now. Huh. Um, so not that much, but it's because it's a newer set. This SPO, right. so this card that I'm going to send you is called a hyper rare. Um, actually, okay. it's, it's called a secret rare, so it's an alternate art for the card, but it's also rainbow. So it's like the number on the card is actually, um, I'll see if I can zoom in and on the it. the entire card is holographic. Yeah. That's very cool. So the number on the card is actually past the full number of the set because it's a secret card. Like it's not a card that you can get very often because it's not actually like in, and, the, in the regular set. It's past the set. So it's like part of the and, special And what card. is it in? It's in like a special case. Yeah, I put, I put that one in a... 
in like a special card protector case so that if you if it gets dropped or anything like nothing will happen to the card because this card is actually worth like 75 dollars wow already already and it's yeah. like new yeah um wow. and then there's another card we have i don't know where it is right now so i'm not gonna but i'm gonna put that one in the same kind of case because it's actually worth like a hundred dollars right now we just pulled it a couple weeks ago out of a pack and we didn't even we didn't even know what the pokemon was but then we stephanie look we always look up our cards that we get that are like really cool cards afterwards um and stephanie looked it up and she was like this is like a hundred dollar card and i was like oh shit okay we should probably put that in a good case after you like put it in your pocket and you were like battle me well no <laughs> they all they all go into sleeps right away I mean, like, we're pretty careful about it. Okay. Okay. It's serious business, Brendan. Okay. Yes. It's serious business. So I'm going to leave that up to you if you want to post stuff in the show notes about my rare Pokemon cards. But But then someone might come and rob you. Perhaps. I don't want you to get robbed. You only get one rare card in a pack of Pokemon cards. And the ultra rares are like one in eight packs or or less or more. Sorry. Um, So it's. That's like the average. So sometimes we get like three packs and all of them have an ultra rare in them. But like it's it's fun. Like you open it up and if you get one, you get all excited about it. And you, it's like a hit of dopamine. <laughs> go back. To, go back on your merry way. That's not that's enough about Pokemon. That has been our Pokemon corner on refined 90s cinema. Um, in other news, Brennan has fun facts about our movie for today. So that's cool. I do. So the flubber from. Oh, wait, was I supposed to say the movie? I mean, whatever. Yeah, I, p- I picked Flubber for us to watch for our second movie in our, like, Robin Williams sci-fi robotics trilogy. I don't know what it's called. Episode 35. It's the Robobin Williams Williams trilogy. Robobin. So this movie is actually a remake of a 1961 movie uh, made by Disney, The Absent-Minded Professor, which was the first Disney film to have a sequel in 1963 called Son of Flubber. The Absent-Minded Professor was one of the first Disney films to be colorized for the 1986 video release. So it was originally black and white, and they colored it. Wow. Yeah. I, I knew it was a remake of an older movie. Um, I've actually never seen the older one. I just always loved Flubber. I thought it was really good when I was a kid. But he names his discovery of what he made, the scientist, the chemist, what he makes, he names it Flubber in the original. Yeah, and it's called Flubber in this one, too, but they just named the movie after it, too, now, which is kind of cool. It's honestly a more, it's a catchier title to a movie, too, than... Flubber, yes. And they modernized it, obviously, and all that stuff, like... Yeah, I mean, Robin Williams makes it very humorous. Like, even today, like, some movies from the 90s that were funny in the 90s and, like, good in the 90s are not good anymore. Like, they're not funny, like, they're just, they don't... They don't hold up super well. This is one of the movies from back then, though, that holds up really well, I find. I still find it funny, and, like, it's very slapstick, and it's kind of like uh, Home Alone, you know? It's, there's some funny moments, and it's fun to watch, so. I've never seen it before. I'm excited for you to watch it. I haven't seen it in, like, six or seven years, so I'm not going to remember a lot of stuff at this point, but it'll be fun to watch it again with you and hear your reactions and stuff, so. That's right. Um, what are you drinking? I have a Jamaican ginger beer, which is spicy ginger ale with some tequila. Sounds, what are you drinking? That sounds super good. It's um, interesting. Oh, you'll have to try some because I bought like four bottles of it. I'm drinking Heineken, good old fashioned Heineken, which is my favorite beer. 
Um, I have a lot of beers that I like better now than Heineken, like IPAs and stuff that are like uh, craft beers. But this is my favorite, like mainstream beer. It's actually a lager. It's not a beer, but still. Well, it is a beer. You're a, a beer. Lager is a type of beer. You're a beer. <laughs> okay. I actually met someone who calls lager lager, and it made me want to shoot hard. myself. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> oh my god, I can't stand it, man. They're, like so, sometimes in Nova Scotia, this is a fun little Nova Scotia rant for you. Sometimes since I moved here, I'll meet people that just pronounce things wrong, and it bothers the hell out of me. But like, I everyone here pronounces it that way. They're not way. pronouncing things wrong; they're pronouncing it differently to how you pronounce it. Yeah, but it's it, it's just wrong based on how things work in the english language it's just the, the way they do it is like it's not lager it's literally lager or it's not garage it's garage <laughs> you know i don't know i don't know how to explain it it just really bothers me but maybe i'm just a fucking asshole yes you're partial to a certain type of pronunciation you know what brandon if i'm understanding correctly I wasn't trying to be rude. I'm partial to the right pronunciation. (laughs) Just so we know where you stand. Some of them don't bother me that much because it's like, okay, whatever. But like some are pretty rough. So it's like, that's not how those letters work. I accept all (laughs) ways of pronouncing things. First we had Pokemon Corner and then we have Asshole Corner. (laughs) You You know what's funny about like getting older? Is like the smallest little things can give you like little injuries that are actually super annoying and painful. Like you know, you know when you get a paper cut, it's like the tiniest fucking injury, but it's the worst thing ever. Right. Okay. So this is a segue, but not really. Have you ever had like an anal fissure? Uh, yes. Like when not, you like when you not, like scratch too much. Not that got or, infected, but I've when I like wipe too hard. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That they're the worst. Yeah, they're not fun. I'm an aggressive wiper, so sometimes. Or you just wipe like because you have like a you have like a messy poop and you got to wipe a lot, and eventually it's just not a good thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Have you ever have you ever gone to the bathroom and then and then it just like. <laughs> You you never you feel like it's never ending like you you yeah. will never have to stop you wiping. Ever, you're, this you know is your life worst? now. You ever wipe and then you stand up and you're like, oh, I'm not done. Yeah, <laughs> I've been there. Uh, that's the worst. <laughs> you wipe like sixteen thousand times and then you're like, oh, cool. And then you stand up to walk out of the bathroom and you're like, fuck, I have to shit still. Then <laughs> <laughs> you sit back down. <laughs> have you ever gotten out of the shower and realized you have to shit it's like the worst because you literally just cleaned and showered yeah and then you're like i should probably just get back in there yeah exactly right i always it feels like so not, nice to I'm be not clean. clean anymore oh god it's hilarious have you ever taken a shit so bad that you got in the shower afterwards no i've never been at that point i hope that doesn't happen until i'm at least 60 Anyway. This is the kind of entertainment you can expect. Yeah, of course. Lots of poo jokes. Lots of talk about childish things that make us happy. Like poo. Anyway. We hope you have nice and easy dry shits. Well, not too dry, though. <laughs> Need a little bit of lubrication there, Brendan. In the middle shits. I found a recipe for flubber. Really? Can we make it? Warm water, Elmer's glue, food coloring, warm water, and borax. Dude, we should make some... warm water twice. We should make some flubber. 
when I come. Although I don't think it's going to be like the one in the movie. I want it to bounce. I want to put it on my shoes and jump eight miles into the sky. All right. All right. We can try. Anyway. All right. Let's do this. Let's watch this shit. I'm ready. Count us down, Bren boy. What is wrong with you? Nothing's wrong with me. What makes you think something's wrong with me? Because <laughs> people don't say that. Clearly they do. Because I just said it. So he's like a Stew Pickles type. <laughs> so now we're watching coffee be made like super close up by this weird contraption that he has made. Why would you grind one bean at a time? I don't know. John Hughes. I want an egg cracking machine. I want, I want this. This whole breakfast machine? This would be very, would be very useful. Flip. I like how it's a Macintosh, uh, original Macintosh. I love that it just made him an entire fucking breakfast. That's so sick. And coffee. Freshly ground. I guess the palette of books in his living room is to tell us how smart he is. I guess. I, this is one thing about Flubber that blows my mind, too. Like, look at this little, like, floaty 3D animated robot. It looks, it looks pretty good, right? It does look good. The rendering on it's awesome. I'm a huge fan of this, the way it looks. It's Weebo. Oh, he's supposed to get married? Yeah, he's supposed to be getting married at 6 p.m. Oh, but she doesn't want him getting married? I guess not, yeah. The robot doesn't want him to get married. What was with this thing in the 90s where, like, every every woman getting married was, like, super busy all the time at the same time? Because they were, like, a working woman. Yeah, but, like, every, every one of them's like, I'm going to go and be working while I pick out my wedding dress. And standing on my desk. He's got a scooter. Which back then would have seemed nerdy, but now they, they're back. <laughs> he just has no <laughs> He walks into a life drawing class. Him. Yeah, he just walks into a life drawing class and starts like writing on the board like he's supposed to teach that class. He thinks he's in his classroom when he is not. And everyone is just... That's pretty comical. But, like, it's pretty good. He, Robin Williams played it well. <laughs> Smacks her in the freaking head. <laughs> How do you hold it in? Like everybody else, I cross my legs real tight. It's today. I feel like they should have planned better. I feel like if the dude you're going to marry doesn't remember what day the wedding is, he sh you should probably marry someone else. Oh, they had their rehearsal dinner last night, but he either doesn't remember or is just too smart to care. I know that I love you, but I'm not sure you can love me. It's ridiculous. Robin Williams with his love stories. Oh. Just give us some flubber. Fuck you, Betty. <laughs> Wouldn't you take the day off? Exactly. That's my point. Weddings are usually in the afternoon, aren't they? I fucking love this robot. I never realized how nice it was. Download some manners. Like, doesn't he have, like, a tux to go by and, like... Yeah, he's instead he's just at the school fucking doing his med fucking stupid shit. Dude! What? Oh my god! That's so funny. What movie did we watch with him in it? Uh, he's in Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah, he's in Happy Gilmore. He plays the dick golf guy. We just didn't... Is he his, like, academic rival? Yeah, he's playing, like, the antagonist again. He's always the antagonist. He's like Carl from... Or what's the, what's the guy's name? Real specific. The dude from Billy Madison. You know what I'm talking about. The redhead. What did we watch? <laughs> Who is in something we watched? <laughs> I'm Betty and corrupt. I'm an innovator like you, Phil.
Good lord, this guy is such a dick. Who comes the day of the person's wedding and goes, I'm here to steal your fiancé? He figured out the answer to his experiments. Oh my god. Oh no. The robot canceled the wedding. She's in love with him. She has to be in love with him, right? The robot. Yes, this this is the scene I remember from the preview as a kid. With him in his lab in the basement and all like the... Him with the giant home science kit that he clearly could afford. I bet you he stole all that stuff from work. He, I bet he did too. This movie has a lot of music in it. I like how his hair is a catalyst. It does have a lot of music, Brendan. Music makes the world go round. It didn't work. Oh, it did work. Oh, dude, that was probably so fun to do that scene. The house exploding. And just like destroy everything. Yeah. I like how it blew up everything but the pod that was making whatever his experiment was. Oh. (laughs) She's at the wedding ready to get married. And he's like experimenting in his fucking basement. Oh, she's sad. Because he ditched her. And who is there to save the day? Douchebag McGee. Wilson Croft. That's the character's name. What is his real name? Christopher McDonald. He always plays the antagonist, dude. They get into this fast in this movie. Like, we're already meeting Flubber, Brendan. Yep. The flubs. Dude, the fucking animation on this movie is so good. Oh, my God. I like how they gave it a personality. I know. It's so it's awesome. Like Koi. <laughs> and it also has an intelligence. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the cold cannot give you a cold. Just like... This looks awesome. It in his hand right here. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. The Weebo, the robot floating around, is also awesome. Weebo is recording everything. I'm gonna call it. And Flubber is ticklish. <laughs> Flubber is everything. What would you do if you had Flubber? Are you laughing at him playing hacky sack with Flubber? <laughs> no, you said what would you do, and my first thought was sex toy. Flubber is the ultimate sex toy. Oh, it does not like the camera flash. Yeah, the camera flash freaked out Flubber. <laughs> he puts a light shade on it. Oh, Weebo has a Polaroid inside of her. She's got everything, dude. She's Weebo. Oh no, Flubber got out. It's amazing. It's gone. <laughs> He's bouncing around. Whoa. <laughs> oh no, this neighbor's telling his kid there's hey, nothing to be afraid of. Dalmatian's pillow. Here's a question for you. Sure. When you eat corn on the cob, it's like they had those little, like, holder thingies. <laughs> Flubber mimicking mim- mimicking that booty. Okay, continue your corn on the cob question. Do you use the natural handle that's already on the corn on the cob, or do you use those holders? I just use the regular corn on the cob. Some people like the corn holders, but I'm not a big fan of them. Me neither. Do you put butter and salt on your corn on the cob? Uh, yes, I do. Some people put pepper. Some people put other stuff. Yeah, it would be a really, really funny um, quick hits, actually, is if we watched, like, bad commercials for crappy products. Like an infomercial. Yeah, because there's an infomercial for a product that's, like, the corn butterer or whatever, and it's literally a hand that you stroke up and down the corn with with butter inside of it. (laughs) It's so funny. Flying rubber. Technically, it's bouncing, not flying. 
<laughs> Smacks him in the face. <laughs> Shooter McGavin's outside the church. Fucking Shooter McGavin's. Walter, Walter is his name? No, Christopher. No, in real, no. No, the actor's name is Christopher. Yeah, his name in the movie is Wilson Croft. Oh, Wilson, not Walter. He just happens to be there and offers her a ride and, like, none of her friends are around. She didn't, like, bring her own car. Yeah, and in today's day and age, one woman would be like, yeah, give me a ride. No, like, you'd have your friends there to console you and get you drunk. Radioactive material. Wouldn't he have a lab at the university? Why would he be doing this at home? I don't know. He's wearing, like, a fucking hazmat weird, like, I'm afraid of aliens suit. Like a magma suit. Yeah. And he totally forgot he was supposed to get married, obviously. Robin Williams looks so young in this movie, too. I don't know if we commented on that already, but he looks incredibly young. I really like the set design of his basement lab. It's awesome. It's very cool. There's, like, books everywhere. It's very cluttered, like a typical scientist lab would probably be. It's, like, levitating. Oh, so he's trying to get it to be, like, more controllable? Yeah, and he's trying to make things levitate with it. He's all cleaned up now? Yeah, he took off of his he took off his suit. Oh no. It's like twelve hours past the time he was supposed to get married. His wife's bang his his fiance's banging Shooter McGavin right now. Wouldn't that be like an expensive situation though? Like you booked a hall yeah. and everything and then all of a sudden Yeah. Like a thirty thousand dollar and up situation. I feel like Robin Williams always dresses the same in most of his movies. He super does. Most of his outfits are like reused maybe i don't know he always has like the vest and then like the collared shirt underneath for the third time what i feel like that's mostly her fault yeah she's not memorable enough clearly flubber keeps moving whenever she's not looking Ooh, ouch he jumps out of like a fourth story window (laughs) (laughs) he's like watch i'm gonna Fall right out of this Be window right and Flubber's gonna... The flubber launches out of his pocket. Yeah. He was like, look, it's gonna send me right back up unharmed. And then the Flubber launched out of his pocket and let him hit the ground. Are you hurt? Just my pride. Oh, they're finished. Obviously, he needs back surgery. I mean, yeah, he's he's paralyzed now. The way he hit the ground. Who are these people? Yeah, who are all these people? It's Will Wheaton. Is it? Yes. Holy fuck. Post Star Trek, Will Wheaton. He's on academic probation. Because he's stupid. He is stupid. Oh, daddy's paying his way. He doesn't have principles. Man, Clancy Brown. Oh, 100%. He's the guy who looks like, kind of looks like Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. He's in the show, this show called Earth 2 that I just love. Is it good? Uh, it's like 90s sci-fi-y, they need to find another Earth to colonize. It's alright. And he looks so young, obviously. I really like the animations, because they show, like, the Earth and the space station, and and how they get to their planet, and they do all this stuff, and they have to find an Earth to colonize, because the Earth is uninhabitable. It's an interesting premise. It only had two seasons. I might have to watch it. It sounds interesting. Yeah. We could do a quick hits. We have to do lots of quick hits. <laughs> what is that? Skin cream to he, a golf ball. Well, he's put, it's Flubber. He put he made like a skin cream version of Flubber that he could apply to stuff. Smacks the dudes in the face. They're like fucking Harry and Merv. <laughs> they, literally, they look like them. I know. <laughs> 
peeking in the window. Yeah, John Clancy got snookered on the noggin. He got <laughs> snookered on the noggin. He puts like a he puts one of those like like English looking motorcycle helmets. Like you know what I mean? Like the little motorcycle with the sidecar. I don't know. Now he has a bowling ball. Hit the deck. That's amazing. <laughs> and helium's being released into his lap. Yeah, so now his voice is all fucking high-pitched. You, if you got hit with a bowling ball, you would be dead. <laughs> a thousand percent. It's a little ridiculous. Even a golf ball, it, you would be severely concussed at, at whatever speed. He's like, what? Bowling ball's coming back. Like, you, your brain would be crushed. A thousand percent. It's at least eight pounds. Oh, he made a spray. He's very efficient. He's very quick. Yeah, he made a flubber spray. I wish I had a flubber spray. <laughs> They're waiting under the eave for the falling balls. I will say, that goose egg would be a million times bigger. Oh, it would, you, your skull, like you'd have a fractured skull. He just sprays some outside. <laughs> and then they spring up. <laughs> the kid's got like a freaking Nerf gun in his bed. And we're getting a lower third of Tyler Perry. Yep. Because this is from a TV rip. It's poor kid. That's terrifying. If you're a kid, that's terrifying. He's going to have a flying car, Brandon. I, I, like, I like how he's doing all types of different things with his flubber. I do lots of different this things TBS with my flubber. makes me feel very late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, it's like a made-for-TV movie is what we're watching, but we're not because it was in theaters. He puts Weibo in the car. On accident. It looks awesome. How do you think they did that? What, the car? No, Weibo. I know. I don't. I think it was 3D animated, but I. it's just, it looks so nice. Do you think the mouth is a CD player? Probably is. Or something else. I have a queasy gyro. Oh, Weibo is being a dick. This is so cool. It's like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> He's gonna park it on Sarah's roof. Yeah, so he can impress her and then she'll love him. Now it's back to the future and he lost Weebo and he's also upside down. Or maybe not. <laughs> he slammed into an electric pole and they died. That is distracted driving. It super is. That poor little boy has PTSD because of this movie. Hello. Sorry, first time flying. <laughs> Wouldn't you get lightheaded at that height? Oh, 100%. Like, the air, the air would be so thin. Oh, now that's where they had to dump their budget. Those seagulls look terrible. They do look terrible. So, fun fact about Weibo, Brendan. A life-scale replica of Weibo can be found in the entrance and queue of Journey into Imagination with Figment Attraction at Epcot at Walt Disney World. <sighs> and I actually remember seeing it when me and Stephanie went there. So, and I and I commented on it, and Steph, I don't think Steph's ever seen Flubber either. So she was like, "What? What is that? What? Huh?" In that montage, she figured out how to fly. Does Weibo tell him that she loves him? I don't remember. I think she probably does. I hope they get married. It's like her solitude. He just shut the car off. How is he not flying out of his seat? He's not wearing a seatbelt. Well, maybe he's just got incredible core strength. 
the crazy inventor sees Shooter <laughs> at his fiance's house and whips an apple at him. It's pretty funny. He was like floating above Boink. his head. So, so a bowling ball doesn't knock out the dude, but an apple thrown from about two stories up does. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> I like how they have matching suits. It's like all sorts of fucked up. I like how they have ice on their forehead. (laughs) Like that. Yeah, it's good. Repeatedly. (laughs) Plus I had a white wine. (laughs) When she was like, I wish I could make you feel better. I just imagined her like. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Use, Use that robot CD drive. But it's good use. It just sucks it in. That yeah, wouldn't see, be see, good. You see that one like big round black eye that she's got going on? <laughs> she like pops that out and uses. What is she doing? Oh, she's making herself look like a person. It's like Smart House. That's another movie I want to watch. It was a Disney Channel made for TV movie. What was it about? Uh, Like a smart home that takes over and does bad things. Of course. Why didn't she just make herself look like the fiance and then Weebo Robin Williams would think that she was his fiance and they could live happily ever after. True. I see a flaw in that logic. Can sh- can Weebo also be the projection or can she just make a projection? I think she could just make a projection. That doesn't even look real. Looks like Casper. Like I get it, but also he's not even going to be able to like interact with this thing. Seems innocent enough, and since this is a kids' movie, yeah, for real, that was practically sex to five-year-olds. I like how she can move the mouse without touching the mouse. <gasps> she has like this little plug in the back of her. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if she's animated or not. I can't tell. She's like, maybe it's a combination of the two. Yeah, maybe it's like a combination of CG and like an actual like robot model that they created. Maybe they just put like a sphere in the air. I don't know. Because Flubber's 3D animated very clearly, but Weebo feels like she fits in their environment so well. Rutland University. The R looks like the Boston Bruins logo from far away. It super does. Now what is he doing? Playing b-ball. What, do we know what happened to Flubber? I mean, he's using Flubber on, like, the basketball right I thought, now. I thought Flubber went away. Yeah, but he, he recreated it, and he's using it, like, he's, like, spraying it on stuff and whatever else. Like, Is he's, Flubber going to come back, or I we mean, just never see Flubber again? He's dead. So somewhere in the world, there's a Flubber. It's all Flubber, Brendan. What he just sprayed on the basketball is also Flubber. Oh, okay. Okay, but how do you direct it to go... Put some some flubs on his shoes. shoes at home. They are not comfortable whatsoever. Really? If you, so, Nike I think had a partnership or bought Converse. So if you get the ones with Nike soles, they're super comfortable. But the regular Converse are just flat. They took the logo off of them. He roped himself down with sand and a bicycle helmet. It's gonna protect him from all of his injuries. True that, boy. That is so fake. Look at his legs. It reminds me of that scene in Space Jam where Michael Jordan's arm stretches across the whole court. Oh, he just touched the score thing. He's a Matrix. At least he has better reflexes than those two hack and slash. 
That's what I'm going to call them. You know, hack and slash from reboot. Yep. That's what the two bad guys reminded me, remind me of. Did you know Bill Clinton was reportedly a fan of reboot? Really? Did you know that reboot was going to get a reboot in 2016, but then it ended up getting canceled? It was going to be the reboot of reboot. Oh yeah. Flubber's put away in the tank. Did Weibo invent memes, Brandon? Look at her. She, uh, she's like... She's like communicating with memes and shit. I wish I had a flying screen. I get so more addicted to YouTube. Ow, don't bite me, Dexter. Can you imagine having a screen like that? Like a personal assistant that could also show you memes constantly? It'd be pretty cool. What if your phone flew around and like answered all your questions all the time? What if one day it will? Oh my god, that's crazy. Maybe this is the future. That guy always makes me laugh. He's really funny. I think he's in Arrested Development, but I've never seen it. Robin Williams is putting Flubber on the high school basketball team's shoes. Genius. Just a little bit, though. Dun, dun, dun. Like, I don't understand what the premise of this part of the movie is, though. Like, he just goes to this basketball game and uses Flubber to help the team win. I don't really get why. Yeah, like, what is it because does he have some sort of affiliation to this team? I think that the dude that's trying to steal his ex-fiance is, like, the coach of the other team or something. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Oh, Sarah's at the game with the guy that's trying to steal her from him. Okay, okay. And he wants to show off Flubber to her and how it works. I get it. Oh, he's going up for the J. I mean, the D. Not now, Ernie. Not now, Ernie. Have you ever used an air horn in real life? No, but I really want to one day. It's Me on my too. bucket list. On, that's what I was just going to say. Oh, and also the other bad guys are also there. All Everyone's at this one oh, basketball because, game, Because Brendan. they're following him. William Wheaton. Uh-oh, the flubber's getting activated. But it wasn't immediately activated like flubber every other time before? Nope, apparently oh, not. Flubber's still there. Yeah, as I was saying earlier, he was put away in the tank, but and then Weebo just went and let him out. Right. Okay. Right. But then, why did Weebo let him out? Because she, she wants so she can to go fucking wrong? party with him. Look at this. Oh, they're having fun. They're dancing some sort of conga line. This looks That's really, beautiful. really good. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like one of those kaleidoscopes. Hey, it's a Macintosh Plus, everybody. All the robots and all the automated appliances are partying as well. Yep. So, fun fact about Flubber. Flubber was animated by a single animator throughout this entire movie. What? Yeah. Like, he did everything? Yep. How? Blows my mind. Wouldn't that be so much work? Yeah, it's less work than you'd think it would be for... Because you have so much time on a movie to do this kind of stuff. I guess. It would be a lot of work for shots like this, where there's like a million things happening. But if you think about it, for the entire movie, this is like the biggest Flubber sequence. Oh, yeah. Back to the b-ball after the commercial break. Oh, he has the paste in his pocket, and he's putting it on his hands in order to do something terrible. He just knocked out two dudes. Oh, he's hitting their hands so that the ball will go away from them. Yeah, he's spreading flubber all over all of their hands. <laughs> and onto his butt. Shooter McGavin looks like such a turd. He looks like a huge turd. Oh, he just launches himself into the air. How would you keep your hand straight if the ball was hitting your hand that fast? Uh, exactly. I don't understand. <laughs> the kid's just like not moving his hand. It would look like a travel. 
Oh, remember? It's on his butt. Yeah, so he bounced. Right into the basket. And did it go in? I bet you. Oh, it went in. It certainly did. When Will is happy, and I don't... Did he go to that school or something? I guess. Okay, this would never be allowed. They're flying into the air. There's a lot of, like, missing... They're the Harlem Globetrotters all of a sudden. There's a lot of missing information going on here. (laughs) (laughs) This this ref is just taking his job way too seriously. Seriously. (laughs) Sit down. He literally doesn't even throw properly. He just chucks the ball. <laughs> Wouldn't he still have some on his hands? Yeah, exactly. I don't understand. <laughs> just because you can jump high doesn't make you good at basketball. Also, did you see where that shot began and ended? And yeah. It's like jumped to the other side of it. Oh, he put tacks in their shoes. Yeah, and they had flubber on them. That's how they're jumping so high. <laughs> Do you have any ethyl alcohol? <laughs> Hello, Dan. May I see your soul? <laughs> oh, it's just halftime. And the boys see what's on their shoes and start taking them off. Jump or I'll flunk you. I feel like you get fired for that. That's blackmail. Yeah, also, yeah. He's literally blackmailing a student. Something like that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess. And maybe Will Wheaton goes to that college. That makes sense. He must. I like how their jerseys have no names or numbers. Or logo. <laughs> he jumps, does a front flip. Does like a million front flips and then goes right through the net. If you go through the net with the ball, does that still mean you get it in? I think so. Ooh, cold. Oh, she shook his hand. Oh, God. He's going to masturbate with that hand later. <laughs> <laughs> with the flubber. Yeah, with the flubber. <laughs> He's like 7.3 seconds. That's a world record. Yeah, for him to rip his dick off. (laughs) Flubber sounds like baby shit. Oh, he tells her what he did. She's going to be like, screw you, buddy. She says he's remarkable. That's sweet. He is remarkable. It's not a competition, fucking Shooter McGavin. Dick. I hate it when people are like that, where they're like, oh, I got the girl, you lost. Fuck you. Sucker. Maybe he didn't want the girl anyway. He's too smart. He wanted Flubber. Hack and Slash are in the car with Will Wheaton and his dad. Oh, it's a Sarah issue. Weebo's fucking getting in there. She's trying to steal it. She's trying to steal the D. The truth is, Weebo, he's in love with Sarah. But Weebo's in love with him. He should marry Weebo. I agree. He should marry Weebo. Weebo's so much cuter. She has a sexy voice. She does. Indeed. My fucking cat right now, Brendan. What is she doing? He's like rolling around on the ground like an idiot. (laughs) I hope that a lot of our listeners are cat people. But dog people are okay too. That's right. I like cats. I'm just very allergic. (laughs) Yes, that's how Steph is too. Where's Weebo going? Oh no, Weebo. She's going to tell Sarah how much he loves her. Boink. Weebo. Sarah, it's me. (laughs) I love that line. (laughs) I'm sorry to wake you like this, but I can't ring the doorbell. (laughs) That's a really good line. It is. Every neuron in my nervous system is triggered with senolaphamine. (laughs) That's the the sentence that'll get you the puss. It's very, Ro, it's a very puss-getting sentence. 
Have you ever, like, you ever broke up with someone and then you think, like, I wonder if they could see what I'm saying now, or, like, what do I you wonder mean? if they're thinking about me. When you break up with someone, you've never been, like, I wish they could hear what I, you're the dumpy, and you are sad. Oh, and you're wondering if, like, they, they, you want them to know how you actually feel, or, you like, you right. wish that they could hear what you had to say. Right. Yeah, I've been there. I like if she just, like, breaks into his fucking house and starts making out with him when he's sleeping. That's kind of creepy. I don't know about you, but they make it appear romantic in all the movies, but if I got woken up by someone, like, hovering yeah, over me and kissing me, like... two inches from my face? It would freak me the fuck out, dude. Get how did you get in here, number one? Neither of them are wearing seatbelts. I mean, they're in a flying car, Brendan. And it's never been really tested that much, so who knows when it'll fail. The DeLorean was enclosed. True. And they wore seatbelts. I'm pretty sure you'd want like a 12-point harness system on this, baby. Oh, Will Wheaton and his gang are here. He's so young, dude. Well, he was a child actor, right? So like, how old would he be here? 2021, probably? Yeah. I don't know how old he would be now. This is why I wouldn't want to be like a famous inventor or something, because everyone would want to fucking steal your shit. It's like Tesla and Edison. He literally stole all his best ideas and marketed him a little bit differently. That dude is scary. He is. He's really freaky. Look at his smile. He's got like a weird smile too. He's freaky. It's like a southerny, like a cowboy smile. Watch your backs. They're like this nice couple getting threatened by these thugs and Will Wheaton. The bowling ball and the golf ball came down and knocked the shit out of them. I feel like he needs FAA regulation. To fly his car around? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, no executives in the 90s had an old secretary. I don't, like, I, I guess. How do you know that, though? Some people probably had old secretaries. The trope is, like, they have, like, a young secretary. A young, sexy secretary. A secretary. Secretary. For sale by owner. At gmail.com. Would the robots get out of watching television? I mean, I, I, I it's comical, so there's that. I don't really know what the purpose of it is, to be honest, because robots technically wouldn't be able to watch television. The idea is that he's so smart he created robots with AI. <laughs> the computer plays a dog barking. It's very, uh, what does this remind you of? Home Alone, dude. Yeah, that's a, yeah. It's very Home Alone. Like, you're there to fucking take his flubber. Why do you gotta trash his whole lab in the process? Because you're a thug? Come on. We're bad guys. Yeah, we better make it incredibly apparent that we we're bad guys. We want to get our boss's son an A in chemistry. <laughs> like, that's the whole premise That's literally this why they're doing all of this. Now they realize he has something worth selling, and that their boss also works in the same field coincidentally. I guess. Like, it's just so fucking weird. There's so many plot holes in this movie that I never realized. The fact that they're just, like, breaking windows and doors and stuff and no one's saying anything, like, the neighbors or whatever. Like, if you heard a window crash... You, I feel like I would hear it pretty clearly. Yeah, and you'd go, like, look what was happening, because we're all fucking nosy. Like, the human race is nosy by nature. And we want to know what's going on around us. Exactly. It's like when you drive past, like, an accident on the road and you fucking rubberneck because you want to see what's going on. Right, of course, and everyone does it. You need to know what's happening. Yeah, so, like, I feel like if someone broke windows and kicked down doors at a house next door and you heard all kinds of commotion, you'd probably check it out. Like, recently there was a dog that was just barking nonstop at, like, 3 in the morning 
in our neighborhood. And Steph and I actually like woke up and like went outside and checked to make sure that people were home and they weren't, but the dog was continuously barking. So we were like, okay, we should probably call and get someone to come check on this just to make sure it's okay. Yeah. Like, and that was just a dog. Yeah. Well, sometimes dogs bark for like, because their owners are in trouble or whatever else. Right. Right. Oh no, they fucking ruined Weebo. Those assholes. <laughs> I didn't realize this, Brennan, but his name's Professor Brainerd. Yep. Are you fucking kidding me? Brainerd? I need to get an extension cord. He's very upset. Yeah, that's a prop, for sure. Do you think they, like, put the prop on fishing line and, like, roughly... No, but that would be too imprecise. I think they had a ball that was, like, green screen. I think they maybe had a green screen. They had to have. I don't know. It's I don't know, dude. It's so hard to tell. It's either incredibly good CG or it's like a like a prop, like a robot of some sort. I think this is actually a prop, what he's holding. But yeah, her no, flying 100%. around is almost certainly animation. Hmm. Oh, he loved her too, though. Look how sad he is. Reminds me of the house from Home Improvement a little bit. Just the outside. They had a duplicate of the professor's house as a set. Many exterior shots of Brainerd's house were shot in San Jose at a home that was temporarily modified, including the addition of an observatory on the roof. That's a really cool, like, little snippet. It's yeah. funny that they shot, like, a lot of the outdoor scenes in a different place. Yeah. They literally recreated it on a stage. and Yeah, because, like, some movie sets are just, if they're in a house, like the Home Alone play set, for example, was actually in a house. Like, they had a whole set figured out. Um, at least for Home Alone 3, I know that was like a house that they had as like an actual set and it was a whole house. But for movies like this, they obviously are doing it in like a set and then an outdoor thing where they film in somewhere, some other location. Oh, Industrial Light and Magic did flubber. Yeah, Industrial Light and Magic is like part of Disney, Brendan. That's what did like a lot of the different rides at uh, Epcot in Disney World. Oh, so flubber was added in post. And the actors interacted with an imagined character, as Robin Williams had done in Jumanji. Yeah, that's how all animation's done. Hmm. Where, like, they do all the filming with the with the actors first, and then animation's done over top of it. Weibo had a few models, and there's actually a video on Tested, Adam Savage's YouTube channel, where he gets to meet Flubber and its replicas, and Weibo and its replicas. They had one for flying around and functioning with all its wings, and another which would bump into walls and get hit. <laughs> it's so amazing to me how they did things like this in the 90s, because these kind of movies are like, they didn't have crazy, awesome technology in the 90s. Like, they haven't, didn't have a really good way to do this kind of stuff, and it was really expensive. So, to see something as nice as Flubber in a movie like this, like, their whole budget went to those scenes with Flubber in them. Now he's at the bad guy's house. Will Wheaton's dad, not the Shooter McGavin. Oh, he puts Flubber in his shoe. There's like this big like blackmail situation going on right now. Yes. And yeah, he, he put, they're talking about how like, yeah, she's got Flubber on her shoes. They like put Flubber on stuff on themselves so they can escape, I think is what the deal is. They stole Flubber. Oh, but he has a little bit in his car. You're fucking right he does. That's what makes it fly. Oh, there was a commercial there, Brendan. Did you see that? Yeah, the fade in, fade to black. That was awesome. That's hilarious. Flubber car is floating above the greenhouse. 
Is it a greenhouse or are they just fucking rich and have a million they windows? It's a glass room. Or it's fucking Shooter McGavin. He's giving him the hand cream, Brennan. He's gonna he's yeah. gonna put some blubber hand cream on some stuff. What kind of a frisk is this guy doing right now? It's so he gr- wants to like touch his nipple. That's I know like. he was like, like fondling him right on his chest. He just sprayed a bunch of flubber in his mouth. <laughs> the boss is telling him to give it to him, and he keeps squirting him with the squirt gun. Put it in his hand and give it to him, and he keeps squirting him. Why is Shooter McGavin there? I I don't know, dude. It's all so confusing. The like the plot of this movie doesn't I, I make any like sense to me. Maybe we're missing pieces because of the TV. It might be. Yeah, we're watching like a made-for-TV version of it. And the flubber goes crazy in the car's headlights. Yeah, he turns the car's head, the floating car's headlights on. Knowing what the flubber has done to everyone else. <laughs> oh, I think he just tried to like sexually assault her. I mean, it wouldn't put it past him. He's Shooter McGavin. He just got the shit kicked out of him by a girl, though. <laughs> they just high fived. <laughs> he just got crotched by a buffalo. Since they sprayed it all over his face every time he tries to punch him in the face. Sprayed something all over his face. Ashtray. He just That's flubbered his butt. For, for the record, if you tried to catch a human being that was falling from 20 feet up in the air. But does he prob- also have flubber on his hands? Yeah, he does. I'm pretty sure they're going to get convicted of murder. Shooter McGavin right in his mouth. What would that do to your insides? You'd be ripped apart. He would be. I'm pretty sure it would just fucking murder you. Look, it is just bouncing around so much. It would murder your insides. You wouldn't have yeah, insides it anymore. it would rip out of him. Uh-oh. It literally, literally went through his entire intestines. Intestines. <laughs> Which means he has very clean intestines because no shit came out with it. We were just talking about this earlier, Brendan. He doesn't need to wipe at all. Flubber cleaned him out. Yeah, dude. A shit-covered like, flubber. It's like a detox. A flubber detox. And they just walk away. Prof Brainerd saves college the next morning. That was very quick. They got that patent right on there. Sheesh. Oh, and he actually made it to the wedding this time. Now this is a 90s video camera. Now everyone uses their phones. Back in the day, it just reminds me of like school talent shows. When your parent would film Yeah, it definitely does. You're right. That was such a big thing for a while. Like talent shows or like speeches or spelling bees, like all that stuff when we were kids. Sports games. Yeah. It's nuts, man. Like that stuff seems way different nowadays. Yeah. I feel like other parents would get mad that you were filming. Probably. Or someone would have an issue <laughs> Don't with Don't film it. my kid. Nice top hat, Robin. I like that he's not even at his fucking wedding still. There's a robot there instead. What? But that's supposed to be okay. I, I guess. Hits them on their honeymoon. Hits the plane. <laughs> plane explodes. Oh, it's that kid that was getting scared because of the window. And then he's going to watch. He's going to open his plane window and the flying car is going to be there. He's going to freak out. This kid hates his dad. Did you see the back of the car, Brendan? It says just married, but finally, just is crossed finally. out. It says finally. <laughs> Whoa, dude, these credits are going so fast. Because TV. The fuck, man? I wanted to read all of the extra actors' names. No, I was just joking. That was fun. I like that movie. 
So goofy. Yes. Well, it's a kid's movie, right? What do you think, Brendan? Did you enjoy the movie? I did. In October of 2020, I think this is super cool. Nine scenes from the recently discovered cut of Flubber, where Flubber has bones. So wait, there's been like a recent cut of Flubber that got discovered? Oh no, I think this is a joke. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like I got really confused for a second. It's from McSweeney's.net. Oh, it's probably a joke. Yes. It's like a, the onion or the beaver. No, what's the Canadian one? It's not the beaver. The Beaverton. That's what it's called. Where is this? What is this? You've never seen the Beaverton.com? No. It's like a Canadian news, Canadian parody news website? Not even once. I didn't even know it was a it's, thing. It's amazing. Dude, Flubber got awful reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, here's a here's a here's a guy's blog from nineteen ninety seven from Scott Trimble. Is it about Flubber? Yeah, it was about his experience being on the set of Flubber. Interesting. He was an extra. What was his experience? Awful? Um, no. He didn't get very close to the actors. But they got paid every day. Well, I mean that's good. Some sets don't even pay you every day, so he was like 200 to 300 of us just sat on the bleachers and waited, reading books and talking. Robin Williams goofed around a lot between takes. He would sing and yell and make funny voices to entertain us. Robin Williams is a stand-up guy, dude. Like, yeah. in general, just as a person, he was a great person. It's super sad that he was, like, really depressed. Yeah. He got gotten a diagnosis and apparently struggled knowing that he was sick feel bad for the guy honestly he's one of my favorite actors i wish that like things would have went better for him because imagine like the movies he'd be making now in his like later age anyway fun fact i didn't realize this but flubber did really really bad on rotten tomatoes in general like it just got really bad reviews people really liked the original better really Apparently, yeah, like people got really mad about it being a new version. Yeah, this version is a total dud, an ineffective Disney reboot. Sorry, what'd you say? It's like a cute but disappointing movie. (laughs) I guess because we were kids, we never thought of it as a reboot. We didn't know. Yeah, like I just, I just thought it was funny when I was a kid. But watching it now too, I can realize why people hated it because, like, it was just a bunch of slapstick jokes and like not really much substance to what was going on in the movie. Like, there wasn't a lot of explanation for what was happening a lot of the time. It was like I, I think you and I asked each other like what was going on five or six yeah, times. I feel like, and maybe it's just because they cut a few seconds off of each scene, but I, part of me feels like. It was missing something. Yeah, it just feels like it was an incomplete story, really. Although one of these comments on this movie, like one of the reviews I just read, it says one of Robin Williams' bad filler movies and maybe his worst filler movie. And like, that's funny because this is not even that bad of a movie. And it's what people would consider one of his worst movies. So like that's that says a lot that speaks volumes to Robin Williams' character and his his talent. Mm. I thought he came across as charming and... I I liked it. I liked his acting in the movie. I thought that Robin Williams, if anything, was not the issue with the movie. I think the writing and, like, the story had a lot of holes. 
So if they would have like tightened it up a little bit and maybe tried to come up with a better story around it, it might have been nicer. Instead of just like an absent-minded scientist that like forgets his wedding three times and then a love story that like is a redemption arc, you know? They jumped right into the flubber part. Yeah. Man, I'm sending you this link. Look at this website. It's very 90s. Okay. But it actually has some really good information about the VFX on the movie. Oh my god, this website looks so old. It looks like MySpace. <laughs> Just like basic HTML. I honestly think them using most of their budget for that flubber dance scene wasn't really necessary either. They could have done like something else with it or like had him act with Robin Williams. You know, like it would have been way more interesting to see it interacting with a human. The animation though, like the CG in this movie is next level. Like for 1996, this came out, 1997. Like that was really good. This is it's really good 3D animation. It's it blows my mind how good it is for for 1997. That's crazy. This is before Toy Story, and I think the animation, like the way the CG and everything looks in this movie, looks a little bit better than what Toy Story looks. Toy Story focused a lot more on like the story though, because the story in Toy Story is really good, and the 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 message behind it, and like just the movie in general as a whole. I think Toy Story is a better movie, but the animation in general. Because their budget went primarily to that in this movie is really, really nice. The problem is that it shows. So, this visual effects headquarters, VFXHQ.com, says that the basketball scene obviously had a ton of wire removal. I bet. With them bouncing around and stuff. As a film, Flubber is another bloated, sometimes incomprehensible Disney live action film. But it was an excellent opportunity for visual effects houses to flex their visual effects muscles. Well, and, and that's just them it, to right? Bring some life and energy to an otherwise lifeless film. Oh God, the the nail I, in the, the coffin story at the definitely end. fell flat. It really did. Like everything else was great, and the acting was even good. It's just the story. It just like it didn't really grip me. And it's funny because I I've just watched this like well I say just I watched it like. I don't know, eight years ago with my dad at one point, and I didn't hate it. Watching it now, I didn't even hate it. It's just that the story kind of just felt, like like you said, flat and boring. Yeah, and weird at parts. Like, she wouldn't get into the car with a stranger. I feel like she's smart enough she would see through the fact that Shooter was just trying to bone her. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, you wouldn't just, like walk out after you like you also wouldn't still be there alone that late if you someone walked out on you at your wedding that's another thing right like you would just your friends would be there with you still like people would make sure you're okay and you get home safe like it wouldn't be some creepy dude that's trying to steal you and like own you basically here we go some amazon vhs reviews you can buy it for 9.99 plus 15 dollars shipping (laughs) 9.99 eh well, Seems like it's overpriced. It's, yeah, absolutely. I like Robin Williams and he is fun style. Dumb with a bit of touching. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb with a bit of touching. I love it. Two stars. Entertaining for a few minutes. It's like the title Great of my family sex tape. movie for slime loving kids. She watched it five times in two days. I love Robin Williams, and I love this movie. I love how most of the bad reviews on Amazon are, like, 
this didn't play when it came in the mail. I had to send it back. I didn't get my refund. Fuck you guys. Screw you, Amazon. <laughs> right? That's why it's so funny. <laughs> Has nothing to do. One star does not work. Okay, wait. Here's a good one. Here's a good one that relates to the movie. Robin Williams soaring in the heavens in his cool T-Bird is the only thing worthwhile in this remake of the classic The Absent-Minded Professor. The robot assistant is cute, and the dancing Flubber shows off the prowess of special effects technicians. But as a film, Flubber insults even the intellect of a three-year-old. That's funny. Brutal. That's a good example of constructive criticism, though. It's like, he said a bunch of good shit first to, like... Mm. soften it up and then he was like your movie's dumb (laughs) what is flubber thanksgiving yeah like this bad review it's one star dvd was so scratched we couldn't watch it yeah that's what i'm saying so sleep one of the reviews on amazon.com sleep master 2000 guaranteed sleep in minutes i gave it one star because there was nothing lower this piece of trash wasted the rest of my night This piece of trash wasted the rest of my night. If you like Robin Williams, get Jack, Batch Adams, or Jumanji. Danger, this film blows chunks. Jesus. Ooh, and the comment at the end says, from Feegwath, I'm surprised Robin Williams hasn't lost his will to live after participating in the making of this monstrosity. Oh, God. Knowing what happens to Robin Williams. That did not age well. No, that did not age well at all. Jesus. (laughs) Cute, but not great. No Greek subtitles. (laughs) Based on specified, this is from Rokos Vikentios. Based on specified DVD infos, this copy should have Greek subtitles, but it doesn't. Should I send back? But I kept. <laughs> that was a roller coaster. That's the review. That was a roller coaster. Good and lord. Here, I'm sending it to you just so you could see the way it's written. Should I send back? But I kept. I'm actually, I, I just found it. I'm reading down the list and I just got to that one. That's so funny. One per, You know what the best part about it is? Underneath it says one person found this helpful. <laughs> Someone upvoted it. It's like a fucking haiku. It's so funny. Do you think they were trying to write a poem? Jesus. We purchased this because the previews looked hilarious. Good grief, they were the only good part of the film. Uh, I feel like that was the 90s, though. I mean, yeah, most of the time. I don't know. What do you think, Brennan? Did you enjoy it? There was also a TV show called The Absent-Minded Professor in 1988. Really? Yeah. If you had to give this movie a review, what would you give it? Two out of ten. Two out of ten. Why? For the story. story. In general, though, like as a movie, as a whole, what would you? Like a four? Whoa, it's pretty low, with man. The, well, with the special effects. Like, I like the robot. I like Flubber. It's fair. You know what's going to happen the whole movie. Yeah, it's really not that great of a movie, to be honest. But it's for kids. I mean, when I was a kid, I probably wanted to see it really bad. I think I'm right there with you. I think like a four or five. It's got good things and bad things. There's a lot of it's good for like a slapstick comedy, but then like why not just watch something like Home Alone that actually has a co- cohesive story as well, you know? Yeah, and stays interesting. Yeah, exactly. Let us know what you think of the movie. 
if you've seen it. And if you haven't, you should, you know, watch it or skim through it and then let us know what you think. At least check out the CGI and the robot because that's all really cool. It is interesting that they had it be a prop for most of the movie. Yeah, it's really interesting. We will soon be podcasting in person. The only person to show up in all three versions of Flubber is actress Nancy Olson. She plays the fiancé Betsy, an absent-minded professor and son of Flubber. And in Flubber, she was the Ford secretary. Damn, really? Yeah, very cool. Wow, good for her. It's, it's always nice to like be like a cameo in a newer movie. I would know. I'm totally an actor. <laughs> Not. Alright, Brendan, I think that's it for me, buddy. This has been episode 35 of Refined. 90s. Cinema. Cinema. You are so beautiful to me. Your name starts with a... R. Refined 90s cinema. You're everything I hope for. You're everything I need.